Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about how we get productive about one thing and then get productive about the next thing. <laughs> Why not? I'm Scotty Jackson. Uh, with me as always, Rosemary Orchard, the lovely and talented. How are you? Hey, I, I'm excited. Uh, we're talking about new things and shiny new things today. And I mean, who doesn't love going to Ikea and, and coming home with shiny new things to assemble and put together and then ignoring <sighs> them for three days? Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah. I- <laughs> stay in character um that's good that's good um for those of you who are new to our productivity podcast hi and welcome it's lovely to have you uh we are nested folders you can find the whole podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com if you'd like you don't have to but if you'd like you can also support us uh through nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested and get access to unnested folders uh our podcast just like this one except that there's a bonus podcast episode uh every single month where we focus on uh things that are uh perhaps uh additionally new and exciting or listener questions comments uh, and challenges uh but for today, uh, we wanted to pick up a little bit um, after our last episode, we talked about ending a chapter and what that looks like. And I thought it would be really cool to uh, take the next step in that um, arc and talk about starting a new chapter. And I mean, I guess by that we mean, you know, maybe a, a chapter is a major new project or a new job or a new role or a new way of working or a new way of being or a whole new you. Um and how we might approach uh, kind of getting into that. Mm. Um, what do you think about that, Rose? I think that's that's a great place to, to start because that is what I am about to do uh, and I have just started doing as, as we record this episode. So I'm, I'm very excited to be starting new chapters. Uh, but actually, one of the things I think it might be worth talking about uh, to start with is, uh, you know, when do you start a new chapter? Because mm. it's very tempting as an old project finishes to immediately seek something to replace that. Um, and, you know, sometimes some things like, you know, day job, if you're leaving one day job, then you're probably going to be starting another one or starting retirement or something like that. Um, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so you'll, you'll probably have something for those really big things queued up to replace it. But sometimes you don't necessarily have something, you know, waiting in the wings that has to be done that an external force imposes upon you to force you to do. So you, you get a little bit of a breather and a little bit of chance to, think about things um and uh you know choosing when to start that new chapter is always quite exciting uh i was like booking in a, a holiday because i close a bunch of chapters before i go um and i have a lovely vacation and then i come back and i get to start lots of new chapters and reopen some some ones that haven't been touched in a while and that's good fun too that's true i mean there's an intermission between act one and act two for a reason right, right? i mean you gotta you got to get some refreshments. You got to get some popcorn. You got to uh, say hi to your pals. And uh, I mean, <laughs> this metaphor does not work during a pandemic. <laughs> um, but 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 there's but there's a reason why there's a break there. Is that you need to exhale a little bit from the first one before you you know sit down and gear up for the second one. And I think I think that's really important. What you what you're talking about, even if it's not a vacation, if there a, a little bit of interstitial period. And I mean, to a degree, I guess that's kind of our last episode, closing a chapter where, you, where we talked about the importance of doing some reflection and doing some lessons learned and cleaning up and tidying up after uh, making room and time for that. Uh, I think there's also a, a benefit to making room and time for um, just sort of general rest, like you say, and then a little bit of time for, okay, now starting to think about what this new chapter even is and how I might set up for that, um, that th- th- those those almost three phases that live in between these chapters 
that's important to think about and make room for. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, it's very tempting to, to rush from one thing to the new thing. And, you know, sometimes we don't have the luxury of having a break between things, you know, especially if, if somebody else is the, the person in charge of our calendar and so on, then, you know, you might finish a project one day and you're right on something new the next day because they were aware it was finishing. Yeah. I have to say, I have occasionally fudged um my current status on things as we were getting towards the end a to give me leeway mm-hmm. should something uh you know blow up that was not foreseen and b to just give myself a little bit of a buffer because you know you do need that 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 time off um between chapters um but then you know then then you can get started with the new chapter and that's always a really exciting time there's lots of shiny new things squirrels uh if you're a fan of up uh then squirrel you know and you, you pause and you 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 get very excited by this girl um, and sometimes you follow it and it turns out it's actually a rabbit and there's rabbit holes and then you're a wonderland and everything's upside down or bigger or smaller. Um, but there's Goodness. lots of excitement involved. Um, and I like to try and use that momentum to set myself up for success. So I take a little bit of time to look for opportunities for automation um, and things like that. You know, I, 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 you know, especially, you know, starting a new job, one of the things I looked at is what kind of emails am I getting? Okay. And what kind of filters do I want to set up right here? And this is something that you should probably be applying to most projects, you know, like what kind of things do I get in relation to this? You know, what inputs am I getting and what outputs am I going to be providing? And, you know, taking a little bit of time to, uh, you know, get distracted by all the shiny things and then coming back to ground zero and figuring out, okay, now I've got all these shiny things. How am I going to organize my shiny things? You know, what kind of actions am I going to need to be doing here and how am I going to need to do them? What are the people am I going to be working with and how am I going to communicate with them? Things like that, you know, taking the opportunity to to take a look at, you know, the possibilities for your workflow and either reusing an existing solid, you know, good workflow or going, hey, my previous workflow did not work. These were these were the problems with it. Therefore, this new chapter is going to be an opportunity to do things better. Uh, don't ever expect mm-hmm. things to be perfect, but taking the opportunity to be better um, and and play with, you know, those those new things is always a good start for me. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. I really like your idea of sort of inventorying the kind of information that you're getting and the kind of inputs and outputs. And, and I mean, depending on how radically different the chapter is, there, there might also be like new platforms or applications in play that you haven't used before. Um, so in the spirit of that kind of inventorying, um, one of the things that I do for myself as a framework is I create, um, these five different lists that I use to capture things that I learn along the way in terms of setting up for whatever this new chapter might be. Um, and I, I've got them divided between uh, facts. So these are basically things I now know to be true. So this this might be, um, you know, uh, URLs to uh, resources or um, passwords or usernames or norms or that, that sort of thing. Um, and the second list is assumptions. So these are the things that I think are true that are probably going to be guiding the way I think about different things. Um, I, I like to log my assumptions so that I know that when my behavior or activity seems like it could be optimized, that can be like one of the first places I look and I say, oh, well, of course my behavior could be optimized. I was assuming this and that's not actually true. Good. I'm glad I wrote that down so I can correct myself. Um, the third is opinions. And this is 
I mean, it maybe runs the risk of being a little bit, you know, dear diary, today I took a whole bunch of in- input. Um, but but it, it gives me a spot to just say um, opinions. Um, you know, working with Jane is really easy because she really seems to be expert about this stuff. Working with Tom can be a little bit difficult because um, he is argumentative or this system um, probably isn't optimized. It would like it would be neat to, you know, think about that a little bit more. Stuff like that. Uh, you know, in, in other words, this is super subjective stuff and this is just for me because uh, it's my system. Uh, so there. Um, the fourth is ideas. So this kind of gives me a place to, you know, jot down, hey, as I'm learning about this new chapter, here are some things that I might want to do later. It, I mean, it's kind of a someday maybe list, but it's it's ideas that are specifically oriented around whatever this is. And the last one is questions. So here's where I capture the things that I am now finding out that I don't know I'm going to write that down in the form of a question so that I can make actions about that later to either take these questions to somebody who will know things about stuff or I can research them or something like that. And so that that five list framework has been really helpful to me in terms of getting going on a new body of work because it gives me a home for all of these thoughts or events that enter my head. Um, It gives me a place to put them um, that I will know how to reference later on. And I think, you know, that that is, you know, a, a, a great thing, you know, you need to set things up so that you, you know how to come back to them. Um, because that is something I tend to get very excited about new projects. And I get a nice new notebook and I get a nice pen and I maybe put a different ink in it or something. Um, and I write three pages and then that's it. <laughs> um, in those three pages, there's useful information. Okay. There's useful information there. There should be useful information everywhere. Um, but I have a tendency to just kind of end up littering this information around my systems. You know, I always try and have things super organized and I'm usually very good at it. I, you know, I'm human. Okay. I make mistakes. Uh, one of those mistakes is usually going, yeah, I need a notebook for this and writing Mm. all the things in a nice, pretty notebook and then never coming back to it. Um, and so one of the things I have adopted actually is post-it flags so that I can just, you know, have a flag and say, okay, this bit goes up to here and then this bit starts from here and so on. Uh, because, you know, that helps me. So recognizing my failings is one of those. But going back to your idea of all of these questions that you have, I find capture is especially critical when you're setting up a project because, you know, whatever that new chapter is, okay, there's going to be a whole bunch of information that comes with it. Okay. Maybe your new chapter is you've moved house. Okay. So your, your new chapter is your new house. Well, as you go around, you'll find out things like, Hey, uh, so this light switch doesn't appear to do anything. And then a week later, you, you reference, you, you realize, Hey, you know, that light switch that's over here that actually controls that socket in this room. Okay, well, I should capture that. You don't have to necessarily put a task related to it or anything like that right now, but you should be capturing all of this stuff because that way, you know, you can go through and you can at the very least identify actionable items like, I don't know who is responsible for this thing. Therefore, I should ask somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And who do I ask? I don't know. I'll just ask the next person I run into type thing. Um, especially sure. when you're starting, you know, <laughs> completely new things that can be very difficult knowing who to ask. So sometimes it's just ask everybody until somebody tells you who you should be asking. 
um, which is, you know, fine. Um, but, you know, having, having a system where you can capture information and add to that captured information is definitely critical with new chapters. Um, you know, think of it as writing a book. Okay. To start with, you have ideas, um, and you need somewhere to capture those, those ideas and then to be able to link them to one another once you figure out that this person is actually this person's sister. Um, and the dog is actually a wild dog which doesn't come from anywhere so it's not linked to anybody but it sleeps in this person's garden and it eats this person's leftover food um and things like that so you need to be able to you know draw those links and however you choose to do it is fine um but when you're capturing it's very easy to end up being overwhelmed by information um and so for this uh, i like to use flags um, so I flag stuff that is incredibly important right now. So for start, if, so going back to the example of the light switch, you know, the light switch that doesn't appear to do anything. It's an interesting mystery. It's not mm. important because we don't know what it does. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to flag it. But hmm, the faucet in a kitchen sink seems to leak quite a bit. Well, that's a pretty important thing that I should be doing something with. So I flag it. And then, you know, every day, you know, you're reviewing things. Um, and obviously you're, you're trying to pick out your actionable items and stuff as, as you go through, but then you can see things which you've marked as important pieces of information. And then you can use those as your points of reference to, to go through and manage everything else. That's, that's really good. And I, I, I like a lot what you said about connecting ideas too. And, and we've talked a lot about, you know, questions that we'll have and things that we kind of know we don't know a lot about. We have like this sort of, um, conscious inexpertise about this new chapter because we haven't done it yet. It's a new chapter. Um, so a lot of the things that I think about, you know, as much as I organize, you know, these lists about facts, assumptions, opinions, ideas, and questions. So I have stuff to park everything else. I try to be very loose about and non-prescriptive with in terms of building a system, whether that's either for actions or reference or what have you, because I know I don't know enough to get it accurate. So I'll, I'll usually start with, you know, one project, in, you know, my task management system and one project or one folder in my, you know, notes or reference system that is about this whole new chapter. Over time, sure, there will probably be multiple new projects that spring out of it, but I but I try not to get um, too advanced. Um, I, I try not to pretend too much ahead of time that I, that I know, you know, here are the 10 different projects I should have and 50 different subfolders I should have to organize information because then um, changing that will be harder um, because there's so much more stuff to change. Uh, and I might try and respect that prescribed structure mm-hmm. that may or may not actually work. And so now I've got this inefficient way of working because I'm trying to respect the structure that doesn't actually map to the way in which I'm working or thinking about my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that creates just a whole bunch of inefficiency internally for me. So I, I, I would rather start from a single point and then, you know, break it out from there. You know, as you said, you know, as you discover these new facts about your wild dogs or your awful neighbor, or you, whatever that is, um, you get to you get to uh, move and evolve along with those discoveries as opposed to trying to have defined what those discoveries would look like before they've even had a chance to occur. Yeah. Um, and speaking of new discoveries, I very much like to assume mm-hmm. with the start of a new chapter that I don't know anything. So I'm pro- I'm coming in with preconceived notions and, and knowledge from other things that I've done. And maybe I've worked with this person on that project or I've heard this thing about this, this software that we're going to use or whatever. I like to do my best 
to maybe not forget about it, but not think about it. Because, you know, as well as our structures being wrong, it's very easy to end up um, with, you know, these preconceived notions steering us in the wrong direction. Um, so that could be, you know, that you've heard that this software is a nightmare to use. So you, you, you really, you know, you try and avoid doing it and it, it becomes this really big thing in your mind that starts to overwhelm you and things like that. And then actually you, when you need to use it, like the people who are showing you what you need to do are good at using the software and they're smart and they know exactly what it is that you need to do. So it's not a nightmare if you actually have learned how to use it or something like that. You know, there's a whole bunch of things where you could, you know, come in with preconceived notions that turn out to be incorrect. Um, and so I do my very best. I know it's not possible completely, but I do my very best to assume that I know nothing when it comes to these things. It also allows me to ask the stupid questions and there's air quotes around that stupid because the stupid question is the one that you really don't ask um uh you know but um it, we we really should be you know asking as many questions as possible because when it's a new chapter for you is the time that everybody's going to be very forgiving of you asking all of these questions okay the longer you sit on something a the bigger it becomes in your mind and b the 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 more likelihood is that not knowing this is possibly going to impact something else that you're doing so i like to try and ask questions as soon as possible um, when, when it comes to, you know, doing all of these things, because, um, I, it makes more sense to me to, to get on with asking those questions, to not think that I already know everything, uh, because everybody has seen that person, right? Who walks into a new thing and goes, yeah, I know everything. I'm amazing at this. Mm. And it turns out that they are the one that completely and utterly messes things up. And it takes a lot of work to undo the mistakes that they make. Um, you don't want to be that person. And I'm sure the people listening to this are not going to be that person, but forgetting those preconceived notions as well that you may have had of, um, you know, that this is how that person works and things like that. You know, we were on a different team. It was a different time. Even if it's just a couple of weeks ago, it was a different project or, and, you know, this is a new chapter. Everybody gets a chance to turn over a new leaf and, and start over. And sure, there are some people for whom, you know, giving them that benefit of the doubt is, is perhaps not warranted. Um, but there are also other people for for whom that absolutely is and you never know who that's going to be that's that's just it and then and then finding the experts is becomes super important at this point right because because i like you make that same assumption right here here's me entering this new chapter hi i'm the new guy here who is either new to this body of work or new to this team or new to this way of living or whatever it is that i am new to i'm the new guy so who is who are the people here who know things about stuff um, and, and I, I think a lot about, you know, a, a, a person I met, uh, at a, at a, at a conference taught me this wonderful trick. When, when you, when you go to a conference that where you don't know anybody, the first thing you do is you find the, either the person who invited you or the, 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 probably the one person you might know or something like that. And you're like, okay, maybe you don't say this out loud, but like, okay, now you conference person are now my conference best friend. And you and I are, we're going to ride together and we're going to introduce each other around and you're going to be my safety blanket so that if I don't know anyone else here, um, I've at least got my, my conference best friend to come back to. So that gives me like this grounding starting point. Same thing with, you know, working on a new team or in a new space is find the expert and that, and befriend that expert and like, okay, you are now like, you are now my best pal until, until we get sorted out and level set and everything like that. And maybe mm -hmm. we carry on as best pals after that forever and always, who knows? Uh, but for now, th this is going to be the person who is kind of my anchor to help me 
sort of orient myself and who can answer some of these questions that I'm collecting and who can be, uh, you know, a sounding board for ideas or anything like that. Uh, and maybe they'll even have questions for me, depending on how, you know, roles and relationships work. Um, and then that gives me things to go off and research and do to bring back to them and make this a reciprocal, you know, valuable exchange of information. So mm -hmm. I, 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 even if you don't, you know, worry about like, you know, uh, making best relationships with everybody, at, at least invest in one as a starting point anchor for yourself, because I have found that to be incredibly valuable as a way of, you know, giving myself another human connection to, you know, to ground with and to create um, a bit of a safe space with, and if nothing else, to start, you know, learning from their expertise and experience in this thing that is happening that I've not done before. Yes. Um, and I very much like that. And and sometimes you're not necessarily going to know a person um, already. So ideally you would, you know, if you go to a conference, ideally somebody else has told you about it and is also going and so, you know, they can be your conference buddy. But sometimes you are just winging it. Um, and so for that, you know, if you can, when I get there, uh, I've done this before at conferences, I get there and, uh, you know, I just, I'm sitting there during the keynote and I just try and sit next to somebody who perhaps also is on their own. They look like they might be on their own. Um, and I just say, Hey, I'm Rose. And they usually respond with, Hey, my name is Scotty or, you know, whatever their name actually is. Um, and then I know a name. And, you know, then I can ask a couple of questions before the keynote starts. And then after it, I can say, hey, so so what what session are you going to now? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's not a lot, but it's somebody I know. And if I'm also going to their session, then that's great. And I can say, hey, can I walk with you? Um, you know, do you mind if I walk with you? And they can always say, no, nah, I've got to go to the bathroom or something like that. And if they if they say that, then, you know, you let them run away. Um, that's totally fine. But usually people are also looking for somebody else to cling to in situations like that. Now, in other mm -hmm. situations where you are not all fish out of water, you are the only fish out of water and you're entering the new pond, um, I usually like to try and figure out what is my first step in my home base. Um, so, you know, I'm starting a new job. Um, and so one of the things was, okay, so first step is I need equipment. So I, I got all of that organized. That all arrived a couple of weeks before I started, actually, which was great. Um, and so I could get everything set up. And so I emailed to ask, you know, is there anything in particular I should set up before before I start? Um, and I emailed the person who'd helped, you know, order the laptop and everything for me and had made things magically appear on my doorstep because they'd organized the equipment. So I figured either they were going to tell me what to do with it or they were going to tell me who to talk to about what to do with it. And I was right. I was told, hey, yeah, so, okay, what software do you want? Yep, sure, here's a license for that. This person is going to talk to you on your first day and walk you through setting a bunch of stuff up. And it's like, okay, great. Now I know, day one, like, first step, this is what's going to happen. Like, that's mm -hmm. the thing that's going, you know, that's the thing that's on my to-do list for the day. This person is going to talk to me and tell me what to do. And I know that they, you know, have daily stand-ups and so on, so it's just a case of doing a little bit of questing, information gathering, um, and trying to find, you know, where where is this information coming from? Uh, you know, who's providing me with this? Is it just coming from an anonymous email thing? In which case, who's behind that? Or is it a person and can they provide me with a bit more information? Uh, because there's always going to be a guide somewhere where you can talk to them and find out what's going on. Um, and, uh, finding that person is possibly sometimes a bit of a quest on its own, but fr frequently finding out, okay, you know, so 
who's the person who put me in touch with the people who told me what to do? Great. Mm -hmm. Um, And what is my first step? Because once you've done the first step, usually the person that tells you the first step is then going to tell you the other steps to do. And you know what? You don't necessarily need to know beyond that. It can be pretty scary not knowing what's going on, you know, future-wise, like planning-wise, especially a brand new chapter, especially if it's a big chapter in your life. You know, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? Sometimes you've got to fly by the seat of your pants, uh, pantsing it, as they call it with uh, National Novel Writing Month. You know, you've got right. the planners and you've got the pantsers. Even if your temptation is to be a planner, sometimes you've got to pants it, which just means sometimes you have just got to go with the flow, except that you maybe have very little information at this point in time, but things will become clearer as as time goes on. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, I think that, you know, sometimes sometimes we have to be, you know, very productive planned people and sometimes we cannot be very productive planned people and sometimes we just need to accept that. That's true. I, but I think you can also compliment that uh, because I, 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 I too, I, I mean, I have a mug that says sometimes plan and sometimes wing it. And I, I live by that because, and I love the term pouncing, by the way, I'm going to write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like to create a little bit of a backdrop for myself in as much as I can before the new chapter actually starts. Again, I, not so that I can like come in and say, well, like, look, I know a couple of things about this. No, I'm still going to walk in and be the guy who admittedly knows nothing about it. But a little bit of context doesn't hurt. So bef- before the new chapter starts, what are the hashtags you might reasonably follow? What are the Harvard Business Review articles you might you know, take the time to read after having Googled something. What are the YouTube videos that might be useful to watch? What are the job titles that might be worth searching on LinkedIn? What, I mean, just the most basic of questions to give yourself at least some kind of sense of the universe that you might be going into. None of it may apply. Some of it may apply. All of it may apply. But I think having put a little bit of action behind the interest is valuable to get myself into that mode of thinking about stuff. And I think that it also doesn't hurt to demonstrate uh, your interest in such new chapters, uh, particularly those that involve other people, um, because no one wants to work with someone who doesn't seem interested in what they're doing. Um, So I think, I I think that that is good sort of pre chapter work as well. Thinking a little bit about your, um, your preparation comment. I, I like that a lot. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, being being very open to things and saying, hey, do you mind if I just note that down and stuff like that? That's all good signals to other people that you are you're excited about starting this chapter and and demonstrating that as well, because, you know, it's not just new and exciting for you and potentially scary for for other people who are also involved in this new chapter. It's new for them, even if they've onboarded a new employee hundreds of times or, you know, or even if, you know, they've done this kind of project, you know, lots of times. Having somebody that's genuinely nice and interested is never Mm -hmm. going to be uh, annoying. It is going to be annoying if they come back every five minutes and go, wait, so what was this thing again? Wait, so what was this thing again? Wait, so what was this thing again? Um, <laughs> I, I, I have had an intern do that and I had to show them how note taking works. Um, and that if you open an application mm. on your computer and type stuff in it and then do file save, then you could open that again and get your information back. Um, and being one of those Aww. people that knows that you can take notes, uh, and being willing to share what you know, um, and to learn that you are are 
potentially wrong or misinformed about things as well is a, a, a great way to to get off on a good foot when starting a new chapter. And sometimes, you know, you're going to be starting a chapter entirely on your own. So, you know, you've got nobody to impress but, but yourself. But at the same time, impress yourself. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. You should be doing that. You should be doing all the things that make you feel like you are doing an amazing job uh, at these things. You know, whether it's for you or for yourself, uh, for you or for somebody else, do it. Do it for yourself as well. Totally, totally. And, and and then I think the last thing that I would add is as, as you do these things for yourself and, and to your point, Rose, yeah, this this might be new for the people around you. They've never had the opportunity to work with the wonderful you before. So let's make that an amazing experience for them, shall we? And, and show them just how amazing you are um, so that they really enjoy that. I think part of that is, um, you know, I talked a lot about, you know, sort of organizing facts and questions and all of the things that we see around us. The one thing that I would specifically call out, I think, is something that I, I I gravitate towards as as something to help me in in this new chapter is what the norms are around here. So, if someone has a question, um, is this the kind of team that defaults to like going off and researching questions for themselves, or is this the kind of team that you know has you know a team meeting and we all discuss those together? Do we have like group conversations in Slack? Are there particular ways? of exchanging information? Are there, um, you know, particular terms or words or processes or phrases uh, that seem, you know, particularly important to ways of working? I think adapting to ways of working um, and adapting to people is one of the best ways that I have found of being able to work into a new chapter um, through the, the, the experts and, and the people around um, because then you you become someone who is easy to work with because you're, you know, adopting the team norms, which isn't to say that, you know, you can't, you know, improve them or, or help the team over time. But that's not that's not a day one action. <laughs> day one is not, hey, everybody, I've come in here to change all the things that you do. No, day, day one is to fall in line is read the room mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, you know, navigating the room is, you know, days you know, two through whatever. And then after that, if there are improvement opportunities, yeah, that's cool. Use, use those norms to do that. But I think being aware of and respecting the way things work um, at the onset is, is really important. And in order to do that, you need to know what those even are. So taking the time to um, explore and observe and practice that um, goes a long way. Absolutely. And reading the room is such a powerful skill. Reading your own room as well. Sometimes you don't necessarily know what you're doing when it comes to these things. I know I've done that before. I've started an exciting (laughs) new project all by myself. And I've done a whole bunch of things and then gone, huh, I don't know if I'm really very happy about the way I handled that. Well, the good news is if you're doing it by yourself, then you're the only person doing the judging. Um, And indeed, you should uh, probably uh, go ahead and change things there. Um, so that you can judge things, uh, you know, the way that you, you want to be, which is, you know, successfully and happily. Um, but yeah, reading the room is a, is an important skill. It's very difficult. Um, and I usually try to err on the side of asking more questions rather than fewer questions. Um, because I know that a lot of questions for some people are frustrating at times and, and that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, if I don't ask the question, how am I going to find the answer? Um, and I always, you know, say, you know, is there a wiki that I can look at to find out this information and things like that, which gives people the opportunity to say, hey, yes, all the information is in here. Read it. 
um, yes. uh, instead of coming and bothering me uh, is the subtext there. But, you know, being able to fend for yourself um, is an important skill. Um, and uh, yes, I'm, I'm sure everybody will enjoy their new chapters uh, because it is an exciting and positive time and it's always fun to start new things. And it's very tempting when you start new things to do all of the new things at once. I know I have been doing that and I've been enjoying it. I've been making the most of it. <laughs> things have got a bit messy and a bit crazy because I've done all of the new things at the same time. But you know what? That's life. And life is about being real and enjoying things. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's, that's a good point too. This isn't, this episode is not calling, it's not called starting a new chapters. <laughs> it's called starting a new chapter. You know who you are, Scotty. Like, <laughs> calm down. You you don't need to do all the things tomorrow. Yes, except Rose will um, do all the things tomorrow because that's what Rose well, does. That's right. There you go. We started in character. We ended in character. How about that? Consistent one episode the whole way through. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's... Uh, Let's tie that up. That, that was that was that was really good, uh, Rosemary. Uh, again, uh, nestedfolderspodcast.com is where you can find all the episodes uh, of our podcast, as well as uh, an opportunity to support us. Uh, like I said, at nestedfolderspodcast.com/slash/unnested to get an extra episode every month. Um, other than finding our podcast, we may also be found on the internet. Uh, where where might that be for you, Rosemary? Uh, well, I'm free range, so I tend to wander around all over the place. But uh, you can find links mm. to all the things I do at rosemaryorchard.com. You can also follow me on micro.blog and Twitter with the username Rosemary Orchard. Scotty, what about you? <laughs> you are free range. I am grain fed at uh, heyscottyj.com or by the same name on Twitter uh, at heyscottyj. Thanks again for a great episode, Rose, and we'll have another one in a couple of weeks. Goodbye, everyone.